Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor as we preview the National League Divisional Series between the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm your host, Kevin Taylor, and we are having a great time here in Atlanta. As of course, I rock the sports bell from the ATL, giving you the best in sports information. Each and every time the Taylor Mays Force with Kevin Taylor is on the air. And, of course, this program, even though we're going to be previewing this series, is going to be no exception. Now, you can also reach out, reach out to me and also follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KevinTaylor98. And, of course, on Twitter, Instagram, and also Facebook, you'll see my Taylor Mays Force Minutes where I go out to different locations within Atlanta or different events, different games, things of that nature, and bringing you kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what has gone on, either in the event or in the game and so forth. And this week is no exception. As I was at the Atlanta Braves workout on Tuesday at Suntrust Park and uh, was able to speak with manager Brian Snicker, who you'll hear from coming up on the program. And, um, you know, that is actually up on the Taylor Makes Sports Minute, as well as I have videos posted of the workout, as well as uh, Johan Camargo in the batting cage, Ozzy Albies, and Ronald Lacuna Jr. So make sure to check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram to be able to see that at KevinTaylor98. All right, well, like I said, this program is going to be about previewing the Atlanta Braves series against the Los Angeles Dodgers as we are giving this program to you, we are actually coming to you on Wednesday, the night before the uh, series begins, and still a couple of things are uncertain, and that's to be expected, you know, going into a series like this. You've got injuries uh, with pitching, you know, you've got the last time the pitcher pitched, and, you know, a couple of things are going into that as factors as well. But at the same time, the Braves pretty much are going into the series not saying that they're going to be uptight, not saying that they're going to be laid back, but they're just going to basically take things as they come. Of course, a situation that you've got to look at is Desby Swanson, the starting shortstop. You know, he has been great in the field, steady all season, but he has a partially torn ligament in his hand. So he has not been ruled out just yet, but basically he is going to be termed as doubtful. I'm just going to go ahead and say that doubtful. You'll hear comments from Brian Snicker coming up about Desi Swanson. Also, you hear my conversation with Brian Snicker. And we'll also talk about Mike Fontenabich, as he's going to be the starting pitcher for the Braves in game one. This is going to be a wonderful series, no doubt about that. So the Braves and Dodgers, you know, this is somewhat of a mismatch because the Dodgers basically are the stronger team. They're the better team, you know, from a stat standpoint. And, you know, they have the players who are very aggressive. Some people may say that the Braves are not very aggressive, but I would disagree with that. But we'll find out when that first pitch is thrown on Thursday night. The uh, matchup between the Braves and Dodgers will begin, like I just told you, on Thursday. The game one beginning at 8.37. Yes, they have it down now to the exact minute. 8.37 Eastern. Now, the Braves, of course, you know, they won the National League East with a 90-72 record and are the only National League team not to play since the regular season ended 
Dodgers, they actually got their Western Division title with a win over Colorado in Monday's tiebreaker game. And uh, they finished the season 92-71. and 71. Colorado defeated the Cubs in the wild card game. And so they're going to be moving on to take on Milwaukee in their best of five divisional series on the other side of that uh, playoff there. Now, this is the way the uh, schedule will, will take place, and it's going to shape up like this. Thursday is game one, 8:37, and you can catch the game on MLB Network. Also, Friday night, game two, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, the Braves and Dodgers in L.A. again. You can watch that on Fox Sports 1 or FS1. Um, Sunday, the Braves will return home. 8 p.m. will be well, 8.07 will be the first pitch. And um, that game will be on FS1 as well. Game four, if needed, will be in Atlanta, either on FS1 or the MLB Network. Now, talking about the pitching rotations, we'll, know, we, we'll get into that in a second. But, you know, it's a lot of excitement, like I told you, not just from a pitching standpoint, but from a player standpoint and even a managerial standpoint. I was able to speak with Brian Snicker about this situation, and, you know, I had an opportunity to ask him how does it actually feel about being in the postseason for sure. You know, this team is, has battled back through adversities and has stuck together all season. And so, uh, you know, he was doing Let's talk about uh, being in the postseason. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, great time. We've been working really hard to get to this point. So this is uh, this is really cool that we're all here and, you know, the guys are all fired up and, and excited, um, energized. It's just a really going to be an unbelievable experience for all of us. With a lot of your guys, uh, you know, in playing their first divisional playoff, you know, the postseason as well, how do you get them not to do so much or try to press, especially at the play? I don't know. I mean, I just hope they don't. I, there's nothing I can do. I can't inject them with anything and talk to them about it and, and all that. But their their emotions and their energy and excitement when they get out there and those that place is – I remember the last time we were in the playoffs there, you couldn't talk to somebody in the dugout beside you. It was so loud. Um, and, and I, but you know what? I've seen him in a lot of situations, um, a lot of situations here this year, and I have every confidence in the world they're going to handle it. Let's talk about Ronald McCoy, where he raised his team. Again? Again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ronald, he's been great. He's come in and probably exceeded ex- – I don't know if he's exceeded expectations. We expect him to do good. But you know, I've said a hundred times, you never know when they get here, actually. And, and um uh, you know, they planned for him, but he's made adjustments. He's done everything we could have asked for and more. I mean, he jump-started our offense. We put him a lead-off. Um, he charges everybody up. His emotion, his energy, the enthusiasm that he plays with um, is infectious to everybody in this dugout. And he, he's just he, he's a fun kid to be around. He's made adjustments. He hasn't just come up here. I mean, he's went through some times where he's had to adjust, and he has, which has been very, very impressive to me that he's been able to do that. All right, that was my conversation with Atlanta Braves manager Brian Snicker right here on Taylor Bates Sports with Kevin Taylor. Now, I told you about the uh, pitching matchup, and uh, Brian Snicker also told us that um, Mike Fultonavich will be the game one starter. Of course, he was the all-star from that pitching rotation during this season. And let's hear from uh, Snip about what went into the decision to start Fulton. Just the way he's pitching, you know what, we wanted Fulton to be the guy for a couple of years now. We 
This is a young team. This is a team that really has a lot of energy. They have a lot of confidence going into this series. And I think they can take the Dodgers, to be honest with you. Now, it may take all five games, but I think the Braves can get this series. Now, the question on everyone's mind here in Atlanta is, would the Espy Swanson play? And right now, it's still up in the air. Let's hear now from Brian Snicker about the status of his shortstop. Dan you know, just still getting the treatments and, and um, hadn't amped up anything. And, um, you know, I keep working on him and see. But, I mean, it, you know, we've had guys, too, in situations like this that have come in the next day and, and been a lot better. So we're just going to take it a day at a time and see. Now, the rosters have to begin by 10 a.m. on Thursday, so we'll see if Dansby is on the roster. He was also asked, well, if Dansby can basically field and run, meaning if you just have him in for defensive purposes or even pinch running purposes, would you reserve a spot for him? Possibly. But at the same time, this is the playoffs. You really don't want to, I wouldn't say waste a position on a guy who really can't give you you know, what you're really needing, you know, all the way around with a bat, defense, and also running the bases. So if he's limited, especially at the plate, you may want to give him that extra time just in case you're able to get to the league championship series. That might be the better thing to do. And uh, I, I know this team, they, they really want Dansby in the lineup, but, hey, you also have to look at it like this. What, of course, is going to be the best for the team? Is the best thing to do to maybe add another pitcher or even another position player or have Dance be, yes, in the field, maybe re-aggravating his injured hand and not giving you much for the, for the remainder of the series? I would just say give him the extra time to try to get some treatment. Also let that, that, that torn ligament in his hand, you know, get better. And if they, if they make it to the next round, which is the league championship series, Add him to the roster then. That, that is my way of thinking. But, hey, I'm not the manager, so we'll find out on Thursday after 10 a.m. if Dancy Swanson will be on the roster. Like I said, it's doubtful, but, hey, you never know. Now, if Dancy is unable to go, he'll be replaced by Charlie Culperson, who actually played for the Dodgers last season. Now, uh, Charlie has been great filling in, you know, wherever he has been in the lineup and also in the field. He has been great. Uh, you know, he's found his, his offensive stride. Uh, you know, so you, you're not really losing anything by Dansby not being in the lineup. You know, so he's made the most of his opportunities. Uh, this time last year during the postseason, uh, Charlie Culberson stepped up for the Dodgers in place of Corey Seager, and he had a very productive postseason. Now, hopefully that will be the same way this season as well. But uh, we will see, um, you know, come the uh, first pitch on uh, Thursday. Now, the Braves, of course, and the Dodgers are one of the two best defensive teams in baseball. Now, each ranked in the top six in park-adjusted efficiency, and that was measured by baseball prospectus. And, um, of course, Johan Camargo. Ozzy Albies, Johan Camargo has been the starting third baseman for the majority of the season, even though he started on the disabled list to begin the season. And um, 
these guys play very good defense. They're very good. Of course, Dancy Swanson as well at the shortstop position. Now, defense has been a big part of the Braves' success this season. It has. Now, the Dodgers, you know, they, they're okay. The Dodgers are not a running team. They were 22nd in stolen bases during the regular season and had just four players steal more than five bases. Yasiel Puig and Cody Bellinger finished in double digits. So did that bowl well for the Braves? I would think so. I would think so. But the Dodgers, aside from that, they still found a way to win against the Braves this season. They played seven times during the regular season, and the Dodgers won five of those games. Yes, so it was kind of lopsided. The Braves did score 18 runs total, and uh, the Braves just... Sorry about the technical glitch there. They have done fairly well against the Dodgers, but this season was very different. It was very different. Now, if you have to rate both of these two teams, like I told you in the beginning, the Eds will go to the Dodgers more so than the Braves. It would. The Dodgers have the better defensive club. They have the more aggressive club. The pitching has been outstanding. Whereas the Braves have been up and down, the Braves do take pride in defense, and it's been solid all year. The Dodgers are not a running team, as I just told you. The Braves can steal bases, get on, get over, and get in, ABC baseball. So the edge in this situation, yes, on paper, would seem to say that the Dodgers are the better team. Sometimes in postseason, that does not always go well. It does not always be the best scenario. It doesn't. So the Braves do have success and and are very aggressive in attacking the strike zone. And that's led by Freddie Freeman, who's up for the Hank Aaron Award for his team's best offensive player of the year. And it's awarded, you know, of course you have your best offensive player on every team, so he's a representative for the Braves. Uh, Now check this out. Now, Freddie Freeman, it was reported, actually, that he swung nearly at half of the first pitches he saw this year, which is the second-highest rate in all of, all of baseball this year. Ozzy Albies was third. So they're going to come up and try to be aggressive, and that's one thing that you have to be against this Dodgers club. You have to be aggressive. and You don't want to get behind easily in the count also because they can make you pay with balls that, of course, can be swung on and missed. So the Dodgers seemingly, like I told you, would have the edge on paper. But it's a new season, a new beginning, and this Braves team, I think, really can be the more aggressive team for sure, especially at the plate. Now, the Braves will host a watch party, well, watch parties, rather, at the Battery Atlanta. That's near SunTrust Park for the team's first two postseason games against the Dodgers, games one and two. And uh, everything will begin 
uh, pretty much at 6.50 on Thursday. Uh, the Braves Plaza, Plaza programming will start at 8 p.m. on Thursday and 9 p.m. on Friday with the games being shown on the Georgia Power Pavilion video board. Now, they're going to have a live DJ, the heavy hitters, and the ATL breakers who entertain the crowd between innings while the team's mascot, Blooper, and the Tomahawk team and the Home Depot twos will be on hand interacting with fans as well. Now, check this out. The fans will have the opportunity to take selfies with the Braves alumni for the first hour of the event in the plaza and take photos with the 2018 National League East Championship pennant. So if you're able to come on out to the battery near SunTrust Park, you're going to have a great time. There's going to be food and beverage kiosks throughout the plaza. The Braves Clubhouse store will stay open until 10 o'clock for fans to shop the team's exclusive postseason merchandise uh, array. And uh, they will have some giveaway items uh, for their at Braves retail, Twitter, and Instagram followers. So during the game on Thursday, one fan in attendance will win a pair of tickets to Sunday's Game 3 at SunTrust Park. And also, this Thursday, the Braves are encouraging fans to rep the A and wear the Braves here all day. This pretty much is going to be citywide. So, you know, everyone in the city of Atlanta, you know, make sure that you rep the A with your Braves gear, just like on a Falcons Friday. We're doing it, I guess you could say, a Braves Thursday. So represent for the Braves on Thursday, wherever you are. And um, fans can share photos of themselves wearing their team gear on social media by tagging the Braves and using the hashtag for each other for the chance to win prizes. So it's going to be a great time, no doubt, at the Battery and SunTrust Park for games three and I know four on Sunday and Monday. Yes, I said it right here on Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. All right, well, that's going to do it for this special edition of Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me. Of course, you can join me anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest information. I'm going to be tweeting, of course, on Thursday and Friday, Sunday, and Monday. It's going to be a busy sports weekend for Atlanta fans. Uh, college football, you've got the United, you've got the Falcons, and, of course, now you've got the Braves in postseason. So it's going to be a great time here in Atlanta. And definitely make sure that you check my uh, social media pages Kevin Taylor 98 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and I keep you in the know. Of course, of what's taking place with the games and also any information that goes forward as well. All right, we'll talk to you again in just a few days with another edition of Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor later on in October. Have a great rest of the week, everyone, and also a great weekend. Until the next time, my friends. I'm out.